Welcome to the Daily Autism Radio Show. My name is Mark. This is my wife, Melissa. We are parents of five. Our youngest special needs, diagnosed with autism three years, three and a half years ago. Yep, almost four. Yep, feels like both 30 years ago and three seconds ago at times. I guess it is exactly three and a half years. Yeah, that's what I was... Yes, it feels like a lifetime ago and it feels like it was yesterday. Constantly. I'm exhausted. the (laughs) The struggle is real. The happiness is real. The frustration is real. It's um, everything is just unbelievably real. Uh, that's what drove us to start dailyautism.com. That is our online portal where you can reach out and access us across your favorite social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, email, a hotline, a newsletter. <laughs> a radio show, and hundreds of podcasts. That's dailyautism.com. Um, we've connected with so many cool people there. We'll talk a little bit, too, about our new physical concept here in Pinellas County, My Sensory Studio, which is a private play place uh, for families of special needs. Essentially, you own a 1,000 square feet of the best in sensory play and equipment. Uh, it's all yours. It's your family. It, when you rent it, you get it. That's it. The whole thing. You own it. No triggers, no uh, employees, no uh, judgment, judgment, no typical kids, no fighting with kids, no strange looks from parents, no um, choking hazard, no choking. It's clean because it's one family at a time. So you can know that um, from a cleanliness aspect, you're you're safe and healthy. Um, and you know what? We take our kid there a lot, so it means a lot to us, and um, we keep it in the best. We're always buying new equipment. We put new stuff in there this week, um, a yeah. bunch of new stuff, alphabet, a uh, number of letter tiles, a couple of wall sensory boards, so we just keep adding and adding and adding. Yes. Um, one day, it'll look like an old lady's house who has hoarded nothing <laughs> but sensory equipment. It'll just be stacked with everything. But you know what's funny? Every time Cal goes in there, he's, he finds the new things and loves it. Yeah, he loves it. So it's really cool. Uh, feel free to reach out to us for that if you're interested in memberships uh, for our special needs community. It is uh, a really cool, cool thing. So we'd love for you to reach out and uh, check that out. All right. As another week uh, winds down, I'd say it was a I, I thought we would talk a little bit about today about milestones and benchmarks. Melissa said something today which sent ice spears down my body and she goes hey cow's in like a really good place right now and i'm like oh no (laughs) you've just ignited the forces of the universe it is a scary thing to say because usually when we say it um bad things happen or or it's the start of like very challenging times well it's regression right usually when you say it there's regression like you know, th- this comes to my mind like a few months ago, maybe a couple of months ago, and he didn't have a, a smearing incident, right? A diaper smearing incident for a while. And boneheaded me goes, hey, you know what? He doesn't reach down in his diaper anymore and run through the house and smear it everywhere. Folks, I'm telling you, four hours later, he was <laughs> painting the living room. It's really not funny because it's terrible. Well, no, but, you know. But this- yes, we usually say that and then... It's bad. It was a Saturday night, I remember, because we were having a, just a great day, and he'd been on a good run. And I remember wiping the walls going, you know, I did this. I caused this. This is my fault. Yeah, <laughs> and, I know. Uh, that is the worst. It is. You just sit there, and you're just cleaning, and you're going, why did I say that? Why did I say that? I wonder, too, like, he's such a good listener, it's scary. 
Yeah, like, is he listening right now? Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, you just wonder, did he take it as like a... I better do that. A taunt or a dare, or maybe more like, oh, maybe I'm supposed to be doing that. Yeah. They said I haven't been doing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're, like, at a uh, strange place right now. Because mm. I say strange because it hasn't happened in such a long time that I do feel like things are starting to change positively. And for whatever reason, like, I feel calm and okay and I can feel like the um, progress and developmental changes. And I'm like, are we really getting out of this baby stage? Like, this is like such a breath of fresh air. Well, like we have, I don't even, we haven't had it because we've had a baby forever. Mm -hmm. You know, developmentally, you know, and this is just from the neurologist, you know, Cal is about half his age. Yep. You know, that's about what they said. He's about half his age. So six and a half, let's just say three and a half. I believe it's kind of more closer to three, upper twos, three. I um, feel like it's getting closer to four. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah. everyone's got their own perspective. I try to think about our kids and what they did at two and a half. Three. And it's hard to remember exactly. But I, I think it's probably, if nothing else, fair to say there are moments that he's more like two and a half and certainly moments where he's more like his age. And, and so it's, you know, I talked about this before. He really visits the different levels. You know, they give you like a level of autism, which is very hard to yes. to stick to. But I feel like he does. I feel like he visits a two and a half year old and a three year old and a six year old, you know, at times. And it's like, whoa, you know, he'll say things sometimes. And it's like, wow, like that's I mean, I don't know if our other kids said that at six. Yeah. At least in the way he says it, you know, and, and the moments he says it in. So it's really um, it's really for me kind of interesting because I don't I don't know where it all winds up, but, you know. I'm all about let's keep it moving, you know? Yeah, I just feel like we we were such like stuck at such a hard time for like quite some time that I feel like it's like actually moving and it feels so good to be moving. So like as far as like potty training, like he's like starting to like really change with that to like even allow me to take him and he's holding it longer and can tell you when he has to go. And so the developmentally his body is changing, mm -hmm. which is so important. Yeah, no, it is. And, you know, I think the other the other thing that I think about with that is what are we doing or what is happening to allow us to happen? And I know this will just sound forced because we, we opened the sensory gym, but I mean, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but we take him multiple times a week. When he goes and we post, I mean, we document all of it. I mean, you can go to our social sites. He's all over the place. And we document how he works his vestibular system and his exercise and his rest and how he eats breakfast there sometimes and pre-play before school and therapy and everything. And so it's just, I wonder if that has sort of opened him up a little bit of being able to go get out of the house. It's amazing how many special needs kids don't leave the house. And I understand it's so hard. But I'm just telling you the difference that we see in him just from leaving the house and going somewhere to play and have fun or just, you know, in the first couple of times, I mean, he was sort of looking around. He was trying to take it all in. You know, now it's just it's it's second nature. He just runs in and goes. Um, but I, I just wonder how, you know, because now it's like a routine. It's not like we did it for a week or two. Right. It's part of his day. And autistic kids, let me tell you, when something becomes a part of their day, it becomes a part of their day. And this becomes a part of his day. Not every day, but many days, several days a week. And you just wonder how much that's really opened him up. The exercise, um, j just the, you know, looking forward to it the night before. Do you want to go to the, he calls it the, the play place. 
yes, I want play place. I want play place, you know, and he's excited and he leaves there and he's a little bit hot, a little bit sweaty because he's been playing and he's a little bit tired. And I'm like, well, that's great. You weren't going to do that at home. You weren't going to get, get your body moving and, you know, breathing and getting more oxygen in your body and all that stuff and working your calf muscles on the swings. Like, you weren't going to do that at home. Well, I don't, I don't think it's a coincidence. Like, I mean, there's, like, so they say gut and brain health, you know? Yeah. And then there's, like, the vestibular system with development and growing and developing. And before, I mean, he wasn't going to the park because he couldn't go there anymore. He can't go to those big places like Sky Zone, Chuck E. Cheese. Um, he spent a lot of time at home. And if it's not warm outside where he could be in the pool, he's in his house. Re like, research vestibular system. It's pretty amazing. We all have one. It's in our inner ear. Um, it's just a network that operates when your head moves in relation to gravity. It's a lot to talk about here, kind of scientific, so I'm not going to get into it. But research vestibular system and autism, and I'm telling you, there are some simple things you, you can do to activate that system. And there's a lot of stories of parents that have worked on that, and they've seen some really cool um, results from that. And, you know, one of the reasons I like that so much is that it's so basic to understand. It's just head and gravity and movement and how it just kind of starts firing off these channels, these, these networks in your brain. And like you said, I mean, it's all, everything is, like, everybody's looking for the one thing. They're like, well, did you do that? Yeah, I did that. Didn't work. What else did you do? Oh, that's it. And I'm like, see, I don't, I think this is a stair step. Like, I, you know, so people say, you know, um, like, we talk a lot about prebiotics. We've learned a lot about prebiotics. So that's part of the strategy, right? The vestibular working out at the sensory studio, it's part of the strategy. Probiotics, eating healthier foods like, like broccoli, that's part of the strategy. Therapy, part of the strategy, right? Like, you know, swimming, part of the strategy. So you have a better chance of seeing results doing all of those things more often. You can't just go out and get powdered nutrients and put it in water and in two weeks go, I don't see a difference. What else did you do? Nothing. A lot of people do one thing at a time, and I think that's a huge mistake. Like, I think this is a recipe. I think you've yeah, got everything do, at once. Yeah, I mean, I, and consistently. Like, I think you have to, you have to, like, you you want this final dish, right? This main course, but there's ingredients in the recipe, so it's all these ingredients in the recipe. You can't do one at a time. So if you just buy flour, your cake is going to be terrible. It's true. And right now, Cal <laughs> How about that Cal for baking? Uh, you know, I don't even cook, but I thought that was pretty good on the fly. It was very good. <laughs> so Cal right now is doing everything. He does occupational therapy. He does speech therapy. He does ABA therapy. He's doing prebiotics. He's going to school with a therapist. He's doing all these things. And now he's adding in the exercise yeah. of the vestibular system. And before we opened my sensory studio, he was at a really bad place. Like, his behaviors were so severe, and like the headbanging and the biting and the aggression towards other people in a way, um, to the point where a professional said to me, like, basically, he was his whole life was going to be like this. And I'm like, I thought to myself, what else am I missing? And I'm like, this kid never gets to play. He never gets to have physical activity. Mm -hmm. And that's when we had already come up with this idea, but then took the um, move to actually get a location. And I'm telling you, he has only done great, great things since opening the space and going, what does he go? Three or four days a week, like huge developmental leaps. 
Yeah, you know it's interesting you talk about that person because you didn't you didn't go the whole way, so I will. You know, they, no, I did not. Yeah, but basically they said you know he's going to be in an institution for the rest of his life. Yes, they're and, telling me my six year old needs to be in a facility. Yeah, and I was devastated. Also, probably the best thing that ever happened. Yeah, I feel like I just hit a wall, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't even know what to think right now. And I actually have a picture on Facebook and Instagram of, like, my face because I was bawling, and it was, like, ugly cries because we do say the Big, real... red, wet face. Yeah, and I was I was devastated that day, and I haven't... I've never felt like that in my life, and yeah. I'm like, how am it's... I going to help this kid? Right, and, and so you need... You know, that would say that was second to when we had the early steps person here, and she mentioned the A word. Yeah. She said, have you guys, I don't remember exactly the quote, but she's basically said, Could, did you ever consider autism? Yeah, and, I didn't even I, know what that meant. I remember you were like, for what? And then she's like, for him. Yeah. And you told me that, and I'm like, wait, he might be autistic? Yeah, we both were like, like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, what is that? I mean, I, I know what it is. I don't, I didn't know what it was. I've heard of it. And then, I, you know, I always tell the story all the time. I thought back to the Rain Man, and I'm like, man, that's really... For some reason, I don't know why, I, I thought that that was something that you didn't really figure out until much older in life. Because Rain Man was, I don't know, he was like in his 40s or 50s, you know. It was just, so, and I and that movie was back in the late 80s. So, you know, it's been since the 1900s since I was familiar with the word autism. Right. So it was kind of a weird thing. So I do remember that for sure. It's, it's crazy how the, there's these pivotal moments you'll never forget, you know. But I remember you calling me that day when that lady said it. And I did think to myself, I wonder if that lady's right, you know, like I wonder if she's seeing this thing spiraling out of control because his regression was like on overdrive. It was every day was getting worse. Remember? And it, it was like a six month period where we would wake up in the morning and go, how much worse can this get? And I'm telling you every day it got harder for about six months. You talk about bottoming out, just stressed out, probably out of control. He was out of control. Yeah. Just wired from, from sun up to sundown. Unhappy, mad, angry, frustrated, sad. Um, and when she said it, I'm like, is this how our life's going to be? And I'm just, I literally was like, what else can I do? And since we've started with um, My Sensory Studio, he literally walked in that day. His eyes lit up. Again, you can see the video on daily, daily autism. But he didn't even really know how to play there. He had to learn how to play in on all this equipment. And now he gets on this uh, spinning swing and he's like really good at it. He's really good. And he's also really happy. And yeah. so I, I tell people all the time because they're like, you know, oh, you know, he gets a lot of physical activity. I said, yeah, but you know, it's so much more like, how do you feel after a good workout? And people are like, I'm happy. And I'm like, exactly. There's a there's a mental, emotional, I should say, aspect to that where. You just feel really good. You're also breathing heavier, so more oxygen is coming into your body. Very important, right? Because you have all that stress due to lack of oxygen sometimes, and people don't breathe right and don't inhale right and all of that stuff. Um, but then you just have that, like, natural, I'm happy because I'm playing. I'm here. I'm happy. And like I said, it's it's a 1,000 square feet, so we kind of designed it so there was something in every corner. Um, the attention spans for these kids obviously are different, and they can change even within the individual kids. So it's pretty cool that if he gets a little bored, like, you know, we just added a uh, kind of a mini T-ball thing with a bat. And, you know, and 
some families love it. They use it. The kids go in and you got dad there teaching the kid how to swing a bat and hit the baseball. And we've done that, you know, and sometimes Cal's into it. Sometimes he's not, but then we've added other, you know, a bunch of other things. It's just, it's just a place for, for kids to go and kind of think a little bit because they see these things that they don't have at home, but then not just think on it, also act on it, like actually go and do it. So it's kind of like a think and do atmosphere where it's like, Hmm, I think that would be cool. Well, good. You can go do it. You know? Yeah, and then your brain's working differently than it's ever worked before for these kids. Exactly. You know, but um, one thing that I always have him do when we're there, it's a thousand square feet. So I always tell him to run because he's always right next to me. I always am holding his hand. He can never just run free. So I tell him to run and I'm like, run as fast as you can. And he does it and I love it and he's getting energy out. Um, but even t- even the other day, I dropped him off at school and I'm walking him in the building And I was holding his hand, but we were close enough to the door that I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you go. Your therapist is right here. Just walk right next to me. Nope. I can feel that he was going to start running and I just grabbed his hand and I'm like, really? Like, I can't give you any freedom. So I love in a thousand square feet, he can run free. Yeah. No. And that's, and that's the deal. It's kind of a wide open space um, for him. And I think it's one of those things too. And I say this a lot too, when I'm talking to other, other parents who have autistic kids, I said, you know, there's something also in it for the parent to see the happiness. Yeah. Like you, 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 you know, our other kids are athletes. We've, we've watched them go and compete at all different levels. And of course you're happy when they win, but you take for granted that they're there and they're doing it and they're able, you know, you take that for granted. You're going to see if they win or lose. Let's just be honest. We're going to see if they win or lose. Yeah. We expect them to be at a certain level and we just want to see if it works out for a win or a loss for him. It's different. It's like you're here and you're able to do these things. We are happy. This isn't winning and losing, right? This is right. like, look at you in this space doing this stuff. You're happy. It's it's weird for him. We don't take for granted that he's able to do it. The fact that he's doing it is like, wow, you're doing this. We're watching you. This is incredible. Yeah. You know, it's 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 another it's another kind of a touch point, I think, for the parents. And sometimes I'll watch him. You know, we were there the other day and he he was playing and then he went and ate some of his breakfast. And then he went and played, and then he went ate some of his breakfast. Then he asked you to read him a book, mm-hmm. and then he went and he played. And I said, you know, this is a pretty cool day. Yeah, playing, eating breakfast. Mom's reading you a book. Then you're playing. Then mom's reading you a book. You know, and we got to. We, I mean, what does happen if you give a moose a muffin? Like we have to figure it out, right? So that's <laughs> he hasn't memorized to the point where, like, sometimes he like says it in in the car. We do it back and forth. But since this space, he's gotten brave. He's gotten confident. He's gotten stronger. He's just developmentally um, getting better in a way, I'll say. Um, He started adding strawberries back in his diet, like adding new foods. He's letting me brush his hair. Strawberries. Brushing his teeth. Yeah, blueberries. Potty uh, training. Potty training is coming back. Um, You know, uh, broccoli, which he's always like broccoli, but he's eating more and more of it, drinking a ton of water. So uh, we're feeling really good. And the studio has just been a really an asset for us and for him, most importantly. But again, they're... The parents, like, we deserve to see, to have that happiness, too. Uh, honestly, like, I, you know, I mean, it's... it's You can get in a dark place yeah, with this. We deserve to, to see that. And so to see the function, the happiness, the physical activity, and him thinking about what I'm going to do next. You know, there's a lot of activity sets over at the sensory studio. And so it's cool that he can go and kind of count or use letters and figure out the animals and put the blocks in, in certain places. And, you know... Um, 
all of that stuff. Like, you know, and he's got 1,900 different ways of crashing into the crash mat. I love it. I'm like, let's figure out another one, you know? Yeah, and most importantly, he just keeps saying how happy he is. We also have a, a new partnership at My Sensory Studio in Pinellas County in Seminole. It is uh, the Young Foundational Health Center. You can go to youngfoundationalhealth.com. They are in Largo. So just down the street, Dr. Young is a neighbor of ours. Um, they really do remarkable work. He's got over 30 years of experience, also an author. The book is Beyond Treatment. And uh, like I said, he is the creator of the Young Foundational Health Products. He's treated thousands of ASD patients with stem cell therapy um, and also a variety of um other aspects of this, of special needs, um, treatment for chronic diseases, uh, platelet-rich plasma therapy. So a very fascinating doctor who has done a lot of work in this area. Um, they also do special testing and nutritional education. There's IV vitamin C, ozone therapy. We've, um, we, we've really done a lot of research, and it's really great to have them as a, as a partner. Youngfoundationalhealth.com, again, in Largo. The, the website is great because it's got... Uh, Dr. Young's story, but then it talks about what foundational health really is. And it's funny when you break things down, you know, and, and, and kind of how Dr. Young says it, treat the cell, restore the body. I mean, we're just, we're just a bunch of cells, yeah. you know, we're just a bunch of cells in there and there's things we can do to make things better, to, to function better. And so I just thought this was really, really neat, um, researching these alternative therapies. Again, youngfoundationalhealth.com, and we'll have more about them, uh, hopefully a lot more about them as the year goes on. And um, they'll obviously be prominently featured in the studio with a lot of our other great partners. That's also been another cool thing is, is we have found some great, you know, Dr. Young, for example, right there, um, but some great, you know, uh, speech therapist. Um, we've connected with Angel Sense, a great device uh, with GPS tracking. A lot of these kids are, are elopers. Um, Aeroflow Urology, they provide diapers to a lot of special needs kids. It's another aspect people don't understand very well is, you know, everything's delayed, including things like potty training. Oh, yeah. And so what happens? Well, the special needs parents, they have a big bill, a big diaper bill for years and years and years, sometimes life. So we've just connected with just a variety of partners, um, and and we've talked to so many, and we're going to talk to so many more. It's just been it's been cool to find this community um, here across Florida, uh, in the Tampa Bay area, and nationwide and internationally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we've just really have been able to grow this platform so big. It's been great. Dailyautism.com for all the social videos and uh, podcast, radio shows, and everything like that. Um, so we talked about. Okay, we feel like we're in a good spot. My mind goes, where's the boogeyman around the corner? I, I know. It's scary because that's what usually happens. It's exactly what usually happens. But I feel like it's moving forward, so maybe that's not going to happen right now. Not saying it's not going to happen again because it will. From your lips to God's ears. I hope <laughs> he hears it loud and <laughs> and delivers. I'm um, kind of like to the point where my shoulders can relax and I, my body feels a little relaxed because we're at a good place. I will say the one thing, and we've talked about it before, you know, it's interesting. This has reduced, I mean, listen, it's increased the stress by a million thousand billion percent. I don't know what that turns out to, but it sounds a lot like a big number. But what it has reduced it is like outside stress of like normal stuff that typical families deal with. I feel like we just sort of just go, huh? Uh, okay. 
You yeah. know, like like yeah. that's kind of an interesting byproduct of special needs of when people are, you know, oh gosh, I can't buy how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna do that? And I'm going, Really? Yeah, you're like, eh. This is what you people worry about. <laughs> it's like being taken to another another planet and coming back and visiting, you know, and yeah. then listening to what these people complain about and I go, Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, no, I totally get it. So it's kind of been an interesting, I don't know, it's an interesting dissection of humanity. I, I know, and, and then I think to myself, well, you know what, I, we were one of those people not long ago. I mean, I remember the stuff we complained about. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, ha- had we only known. Well, and <laughs> I, know? I mean, I say we're at a good place and all that, but we're still dealing with stuff. I mean, he still does the head banging, but he wears a helmet, which is great, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Sometimes and, and asks for it, by the way. Sometimes he will say, please get my helmet. Yeah. And other times it comes out, get my helmet right now. But it's, it's like, because he knows. He knows. And he knows it ab- protects him. Right. Um, so if your child does head bang, I would, I would definitely get a helmet. Like, we waited too long for that. Mm-hmm. I guess it really didn't really come about. Um, but even at a young age, he would just bang his head on the concrete. Like, he would... Yeah. Lean forward as a baby and do it. Yeah. And and then it kind of went to the, the back of his hand would hit his head. But then, like you said, then it was also hitting structures, the floor, the wall. Um, you go into the bathroom and the vanity, you know, sometimes the shower door, if he was mad in the bathtub or something. Yeah. Or the shower or, or you know, it just, just, yeah. And then, so you're right. It's, it's one of those things that's not worth waiting. It, it I think with the helmet thing, and I mean, we learned, so, but it's good to pass on what we learned to other people. That's something that's okay to be early on, I think. Oh, yeah. If you're like, eh, I'm 50-50, nah, be 100%, go get it. Go yeah, get the helmet. Protect. Because the, the head damage, um, CTE, a lot of other things that come with that, not good. So, well, and I thought he, he would have issues putting it on, but he doesn't. He Like you said, he asked for it. Yeah, well, the only issue is is that he hates haircuts, and so fitting that thing on. Um, <laughs> I know. I like, his hair gets all knotted and crazy. Yeah. Like, you did a video of, like, this hair all like spiraling out of control. <laughs> um, you know, you just have to laugh. I mean, if that's, if that's, you know, one of our other kids, I mean, I'd never put that on social media. I'd be like, look at this bum, you know, like, get, yeah. you know, get yourself together, but it's him. It's part of who he is. He loves his hair. He just loves it. I mean, for a long time, that was like, he would, before he would taste food, a new food, he would put it on his hair. I know. It's And then it, it was kind of like his, Bef- you know, like my, comfort or something. Yeah, I don't know if it was a sensory thing and it had to go to the hair first, but a lot of times he would get something and put it on his hair, which I'm like, great, every meal is a shower now. You know, it's like, hey, try this new pizza. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's got peanut butter hummus. All dripping down his hair. And, you know, if, if you'd forget, you'd wake up and he's just sticky. Hair's all sticky. And- yeah. No, I mean, life's not perfect right now. I mean, yesterday I dealt with a fecal smearing accident that was an accident. I mean, he does not know. Um, and I do understand why all these parents struggle with potty training because you're dealing with all this other stuff. Plus therapies and schools and all this crap you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but as time goes on, you do get stronger. Like the stress goes up, but you get stronger. And I just feel like we're at a better place right now. Yeah. It's funny. I'm doing this research on this book right now and, and they actually have studied. So, you know, the saying, and it's also a song, I think by Kelly Clarkson, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, it's true. Well, no, they've actually scientifically disproven it. Oh, really? It, it actually just that does not make you stronger one bit. And so it's interesting, though, that, that we say that. But something is certainly like, I don't, 
I don't know. The whole point is like, how could a one time thing actually make you strong? And it's right. You know, maybe if you went through it every day, right? You know, if you were attacked by an alligator every day, you didn't die. Yeah, you're pretty strong, right? But doing something one time, impossible for it to make you stronger. But this is almost like doing it every day, doing it every day. Right. And so not that it would ever kill us directly. But, well, I am on blood pressure medicine now. You know, well, I, I am too now. I mean, it's just, it's just, <laughs> that's because of stress. What doesn't kill you... Put you on medicine. Put you on medicine. <laughs> which, which we're not even medicine people. doesn't make you stronger, and the side effects in five years may kill you. I don't know oh what my it gosh. is. No, know what is. but what this does is give you patience. I mean, you just learn, learn and learn and learn to be patient. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's... And what I cleaned up yesterday, I would have been crying about three years ago. I had a thing last night, you know, I'm coaching Trey's flag football and, you know, our first scrimmage, not even a real game. First scrimmage. Season's just hasn't even started yet. It's a scrimmage, right? We're still learning names of the kids. The kids are still learning each other's names. We play three quick games. And, of course, one of the moms is just not happy about her kids playing time. Just thought he didn't play enough and... Usually I take the 24-hour rule and something like that, right? And I've actually learned that a lot, and I'm a much more patient person than I've ever been. It's like, you know what? Sit on it for 24 hours before you say anything. Inevitably, something's going to change. Now, you could get even more mad, but that's fine. But you could just go, you know, this is nothing. Or you could just say, I think everybody might have a hand in this, and let's try to work it out. You know, whatever. Wait 24 hours. No, not her. I mean, she came right up, stomped down the thing, you know, and, you know, did her Cruella DeVille and, you know, and, and blah, 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 blah. And then today she calls and complains, you know, and, and I thought to myself, I was really, I was worked up last night. You know, you could tell, I think. Yes. I didn't go to bed till 1.45 in the morning. And I was like, I, I remember sitting there going, now, why have you just done this to yourself? What was the point of this? That lady... And, you know, she she was really out of line. I mean, it was I was honestly I was disappointed and I honestly feel bad for her kids. I really do. But I said, why now? Why did you just do this to yourself? And I'm laying in bed and you're snoring. So you're fine. You're enjoying your night. You're <laughs> sleeping. It's great. I'm like three and a half hours from getting up. And I'm like, now, look what you've done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, like got you all worked up. Yeah. And look at what you've been dealing with. I and mean, I'm not talking about the football. I'm thinking about, you know, life, Cal and, and the autism. And uh, we've talked all the time about, you know, it's changed our life, changed our careers, just changed everything. And I said, well, now, why did you do that? Why did that lady, why was she able to do that? And you just have those moments where you just go, okay, whatever she's dealing with, you know, she has the time and stuff to do this. I said, you know what? I'm happy for her. I'm glad that this is what she has to focus on. She probably doesn't have anything major like I, like we have going on a lot of other special needs families. Yeah. Cause I don't know that I could do that to somebody. You know, right there and then kind of going and undressing the coaches and then calling and complaining. I'm just, I don't know if I could do that to somebody now. And um, so it's almost like a baseline. I checked it against that. I said, all right, I got bigger things going on. I got a lot to do. We have a radio show we have to produce. We've got podcasts we got to do, videos we got to do. I'm going to move on. And so you let it go. But I had to have something to compare it to. I had to have something to go, what's bigger right now? And there's a lot of other things bigger. So have you let it go? Well, I think that... (laughs) You're the, still working on it? Well, I think the fact that I've been talking about it for two <laughs> minutes means it's not fully out of the system yet. But um, Well, it's good to talk about things. Yeah. No, it is. It's it's I was really disappointed because I, I really I, I'll be honest, I love coaching. I just love it. And uh 
Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. I might be speaking for you, but I think partially why you're disappointed is because coaching our other kids is your outlet. Yeah. And so that's like your relaxing time. You focusing on plays and stuff is like you really put your heart into it. Yeah. It's like you love being out there. And then for someone to get so mad for like it's like like the third practice basically yeah no, it's it just is. ridiculous well it is and yeah i think you're right but but you know i guess i gotta be fair like you make a good point she doesn't know you know what's in it for me you know she probably just thinks i'm some now i think she came from a happy hour i'm not gonna lie you know, the more i think about it wow yeah and uh so i think <laughs> i think there was a lot going on but yeah, she doesn't know, you know, what's it. I just thought it was a little personal uh, very quickly. And, and and then there's, you know, we co-coach, there's another coach, and he's a great guy, and he's he works so hard. And I just thought, wow, that was a little rough, lady. But then I thought to myself, hey, you know, we, we have to understand where people are in their lives aren't where we are, and that's okay. You know, and that's okay. But it also, like I said, though, it was a good moment. It was it was a healthy moment to reflect and go, all right, there's people out there just in a different place, and but but they're part of the world, too. And you have to, like, we're in the jungle, right? We're in the yeah. jungle. And it's all these different people at all these different points in time. And um, You never know what someone's going through. But this is a rec league. I, I mean, this is not. I think that's, I'm glad you said that, because I think that's what I was trying to process. Like, why would you have just gone and made all those accusations? Because I tell myself all the time, I don't know what this person's going through. Well, and I would say maybe she had a bad day and then she went to happy hour and then she still <laughs> was having a bad day. But the bad thing is, is she carried it over to the next day by complaining. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. So, so it, it, it's, it starts to build a, a, and, you know, I don't know. Listen, she might be the best person in the world. We might wind up being friends. I don't know. I mean, and that's, that's great if that happens. Uh, she's got great kids and um, they seem to love the game of football. And so that to me is I, I love that as a coach. But, um, but when people are volunteering their time. Yes. It's not very nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard because I think it looks like you're, oh, yeah, you do two or three hours a week. My goodness, we we plan, we talk, we text, we email, you know, me and the other coaches. I mean, we're really thinking about it. I mean, I do, and, and, and so does the other coach, and a lot of other coaches I know do. Um, I mean, I've got other, I know other coaches that I'm really not a big fan of, but I'll, I'll give them credit. They, they put the time in. I mean, they're involved. They're, yeah. they're doing this thing. So I got to give them the credit on that. And um, I don't know how we got off on a coaching tangent, but uh, <laughs> but I guess I, I, I what I am saying is like, you know, you got special needs parents and yet you don't know what people are going through. It's very hard for me to go up to somebody in a situation like that and start hurling accusations because I, I do tell myself all the time, I don't know what they're going through. I, I mean, because if it's anything like me. I could see maybe, you know, in the beginning, I'm sure I had some bad days, probably rubbed some people the wrong way, probably was exhausted or stressed out or scared or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, to go out and do that, like last minute, you know, just right there in the moment, I just thought was like, whoa. And I think part of it, too, it's not feeling sorry for yourself, but you do go, well, I came here today to help the kids. You know, yeah. to coach the kids. And now I'm really getting a lot of this finger point and the hand in the face and everything. And I don't know that this is helping. It's not. That's the thing I want. I want to. Is it helping anyone? It's no. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a net negative, a net neutral at best. But it wasn't helping you. It wasn't helping your kids. It wasn't helping the other. It wasn't helping the team. It wasn't helping the league. It wasn't helping anybody. Well, I think there's a, a lot of times where parents get out of control about sports. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, real quick, I want to say hi to Ling Huang. He is the CEO of Technology North. You can go to technologynorth.net. Ling is making things happen in the autism space, specifically 
employment for young adults on the spectrum. And it goes a lot further than employment. It's really creating an environment where these young adults can thrive and thrive for a long time. The documentary is great. I know there's a follow-up coming, but for now, go to YouTube. It's called Cliff 20. Um, and it's totally free. It's like 24, 25 minutes long. It's so well done. And I've been doing videos on TikTok about this. People love this video, this documentary. Um, but you can see what Ling is working on. This guy is one of the hardest working guys. Um, he, he's just a real great guy to talk to. And I think you can see when Ling speaks the passion uh, and the authenticity that he has um, for this project. And it all comes really for, for his love for his son. I mean, that's, you know, he... I don't think Ling would be doing this, you know, if it wasn't for his son getting diagnosed and everything that he had to go through. And and here we are, one of the trailblazers. So Cliff20 on YouTube, totally free. Go grab it um, and let us know your your thoughts on it. I think it's I, I just think it's it's really well done. Also, uh, our friends at Begin Health. We talked about prebiotics already, and this is important. Um, we got Cal on these prebiotics. Look, ASD, these kids, their tummies, very sensitive. This delivers fiber. It's got the um, same makeup as breast milk. Um, it's really good stuff. Prebiotics are the food for the probiotics. You can go to dailyautism.com. You might as well get our discount and grab the Begin Health Growing Up Prebiotics. Again, dailyautism.com. And when you get there, scroll down to the Begin Health link. And like I said, you'll grab our discount. We've just seen great results. Cal's happy. His tummy's happy. His diapers are happy. It's uh, unflavored. It dissolves. There's no granules. I didn't think they'd fool Cal, but they fooled him. They got it done. So they said, yeah, that these kids won't taste it. Yeah, right. He, There's no problem. Doesn't even flinch. Nope. I did, I did a video. And he's just in, it's in plain water. Yeah, I did a video the other day of, um, I put it in a glass. And um, just so you could, I mean, we don't give him glass, but just so you could see um, the uh, dissolution and, and, you know, it just, it looks like water. So it's really good. Well, I want to go back to what we were talking about really quick. Yeah. Just dealing with like car issues, plumbing issues, air condition issues. A lot of special needs, I mean, all special needs families still have to deal with that stuff on top of autism. And I think that was the whole point of the whole sports story is <laughs> you don't want to have to deal with extra stuff that's completely unnecessary. Thank you for cleaning that up for me. Yes. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little, <laughs> like I said, it was still, uh, yeah, it's still a little fresh in my mind, you know, but, but we still have to deal with that. And, and. You know, the other thing I'm thinking about real quick with that is like it, it also kind of was an interesting thing because then I'm going through kind of typical situations with one of our other kids who plays football and baseball. He's a great athlete. But it, that's what you have to deal with. That's what's going on in the typical world. That's what people are doing. That's what they're complaining about. Well, yeah. That's what they're arguing about. And so in one sense, I think maybe I was a little thankful, like, hey, all right. Yeah, here we go. You know, this is this is cool. Like we're mixing it up. Right. So, yeah. Uh, it's just a bummer when it's a, somebody on your team and, you know, you're excited. And so anyway, I'm good at putting all that aside and just moving on. Um, real quick, we posted a GoFundMe on our Facebook page. Again, dailyautism.com to link to our Facebook page. Uh, there is, um, they're really, they want to be careful about the details, but the GoFundMe says a lot. There, there's a, a, a mom, um, has an autistic son. Um, the husband um, died uh, a couple of weeks ago and... <clears throat> was not sick. This was very unexpected. Uh, th the fallout of that has been bad to the point where they had, they were living in a car. They're now in an extended stay. They need help. And, um, this woman's in Pinellas County, um, you know, is, is trying to work on employment, you know, obviously the son, you know, therapy, school, everything, trying to, to, to keep gas in the car to get him there. But, 
Uh, unfortunately, their vehicle has been their home. They were able to get into an extended stay. And I mean, the GoFundMe is $1,000, right? They're not asking for $100,000. They're trying to keep this uh, mother and son in a, in a hotel that's safe and, and warm or cool, depending on the day <laughs> here in Florida. So if you could help out, that would be great. Again, we posted it on our Facebook page, uh, dailyautism.com, and then you can find the Facebook link right there. Um, but again, it is for a mom and her young autistic son. So uh, awesome if you could help or share it. And again, I, last I checked, I think they had three or $400, $300 maybe. Um, and so that'd be great if we could get them to the 1000 keep them in the extended stay for another couple of weeks. Um, she is able to get housing. That's the good news, but it's not until like the middle of April. So just trying to keep them in a safe place. Um, very sad. Very sad and all too, um, all too common in the special needs, uh, community. You you just hear about this a lot. I mean, you know, somebody dies and, but you know, you have a job, your child's able to go to school, doesn't need 24 seven care, but in the special needs world, that's not it. That, that's not the case. So, um, but we would love for you to check out that GoFundMe on our Facebook page. Again, you can link to that at dailyautism.com. I also want to highlight a great event here coming up. Uh, our friends at Lyft Learning Independence for tomorrow. They've got their open house. You know, they're, they're at the brand new campus in Clearwater. This is it's the Taj Mahal. I mean, it is really unbelievable what they did at the Lyft Academy. So uh, open house season Thursday, March 28th from 3.30 to 6. Um, you know, you can find out what makes Lyft leaders in the landscape of exceptional education and equal opportunities for those with neurodiversity. And that's what the open house is all about. Uh, you've probably heard of Lyft before. Maybe you didn't hear this, though. I certainly hadn't um, when, when I first started kind of researching Lyft. Over 95% of their students are on a scholarship, and the Lyft Academy can help walk you through that process and help you get that done. Over 95%. That's, that's remarkable. And uh, what, a, uh, what a weight uh, off of the parents' shoulders. Liftfl.org. That is the number for Lyft. And again, the open house Thursday, March 28th from 3.30 to 6, liftfl.org. Uh, Melissa and I are going to try and go. Uh, if we both can't go, one of us will go. But I, I, I'm really eager to see the new campus. And uh, I know a lot of the people there, the staff, some parents that uh, their kids go there. Some, some kids have gone there. Um, alumni now, and they just do remarkable work. So liftfl.org. Get yourself signed up for that open house coming up on March 28th. Also, our friends at the original Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach, they are doing some really, really cool things with local charities. I invite you to check out their Krabbies for a Cause page. They've been working on some just great initiatives. They are really champions of not just Indian Rocks Beach, but Pinellas County. They have multiple concepts um, throughout the county. And, um, you know, anytime you can watch a family grow and evolve a business and, 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 you know, come up with new concepts for a business. It's really awesome. I mean, we're lucky to have family businesses here in Pinellas County, especially out by our awesome beaches. So Krabby's for a Cause, that is the uh, Facebook page. Check that out and, and, you know, be great to become a part of that and see all the great work they're doing in their community. And it doesn't hurt that they have what Melissa and I would call the very best happy hour with the very best seafood. So that's the original Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach. I mean, the weather's starting to get more 
it's starting to get more, you know, crabby bills like weather, right? This was a this was an interesting winter. It it didn't rain this summer, but it rained all winter. It was cloudy. It was as cold as I can remember for as long as a period of time. And I remember, you know, we've had some cold snaps, but it seems like we were just consistently for a minute in the 40s and 50s. We hit some 30s overnight at times. And I know we're not out of it yet, but um, this last, you know, five, seven, 10 days, I said, all right, this is Krabby Bill's weather. This is, this is what you're looking for here on the Gulf Coast of Florida. So that's been that's been really cool to see. Uh, also, this is really important, GPS tracking and our autistic kids. Uh, there's been some stories, and it seems like these kind of come in waves, and we're in a wave now of kids eloping, and unfortunately, you know, they, they, they run and they seek different things. Many times it's water, and we've just had some outcomes that I wish we could have avoided. Angelsense.com, not just GPS tracking. They do, it does so much more than that. Notifying the parents, the caregivers, neighbors that a child may be on the loose, may have eloped and may be on the run outside of their normal schedule and giving you the exact coordinates. There are so many success stories. Uh, I just interviewed a woman just a couple of weeks ago. You can get at dailyautism.com on our social sites. Her child on the first day of school, the first day of school, could you imagine? went missing. And this is something, you know, she had worried about all summer long. And there's the first day and he's mistakenly put on the wrong bus. So he doesn't show up to school. They call the mom. Hey, why didn't your, your son come to school today? It was his first day. And she goes, what are you talking about? I, I put him on the bus myself. He's not here. And so for over an hour, there was a search. She was frantic. Thankfully, a great ending. He's fine. He's doing great. He's thriving. But of course, he never got back on the bus without his angel sense. So uh, again, GPS tracking, but so, so much more. And um, really invite you to check out angelsense.com. They are on some of the Medicaid waivers because the device is still free. I just checked that out. The device is free, and then you can pick up the subscription plans. But really great technology. We have both the device and the watch. Cal, not so much ready for the watch yet, but he'll grow into that. But the device is just fantastic. He truly has no idea he's carrying it around. So angelsense.com. And again, you can go to dailyautism.com and click on the angel sense button. Uh, also, my sensory studio was really a dream imagined by Fun Factory Sensory Gym. They are just the best in building these sensory gyms, whether it's a therapy center, a school, a church, your house. We don't have basements in Florida, but up north, everyone's got basements. Putting an awesome sensory gym in your basement. Uh, I know people in Florida have done it in a spare bedroom. I know people in Florida that have added onto their house to uh, incorporate a sensory room for their children. So funfactorysensorygym.com. Again, you can link through dailyautism.com. Check out their YouTube page. See what they do. I mean, they've got some rooms that are like 200, 300 square feet, and they turn it into the ultimate in sensory fun for these kids. So something really cool for you to check out. We appreciate uh, their partnership with My Sensory Studio. They came in for a week. Awesome crew. Uh, and they actually taught us a lot. They taught us a lot about, you know, the design of these, of this equipment, you know, for the vestibular system and so many other things that it does. It, it, it's not just fun. I mean, it looks like fun and it should be fun for the kids, but there's so much more behind it. And that stuff is so important. And we talked earlier in the radio show uh, about all the benefits that we've seen from Cal, you know, emotionally, physically, um, mentally, just everything. It's just been really, really cool. So thank you. Fun Factory Sensory Gym. Um, this is a great, a great partner 
and a great partnership. We really do appreciate them. And finally, I always like to talk about the opportunity for special needs parents to possibly get free diapers while your child is trying to uh, become potty trained. We know that that's just a sincere challenge for many special needs families. Um, Cal is six and a half and we're still not there yet. So Aeroflow Urology may be able to get you free diapers delivered right to your door, 100% covered. And you can go to dailyautism.com, click on the Aeroflow Urology link. And there's probably about 70, 80, 90 seconds worth of questions. And you really find out in minutes if you're going to qualify for this. Special needs over three. Uh, it's a little bit different state by state depending on, on where you are. But Aeroflow Urology, they've done great things. Again, dailyautism.com. And then scroll down to the Aeroflow Urology button and you'll find out in just a couple of minutes. We actually got a message. Uh, last week's radio show, a mom did this. And then within, I think she said, nine days had diapers delivered to her door. And that's the other great thing about this is that delivered to your door also free because the trips to the grocery store uh, are not convenient and they're diapers. So you can't really predict, you know, it's it's a little bit different every day, every week. So uh, again, dailyautism.com, Aeroflow Urology button, fill out the form and find out. And if it's not something for you, maybe something to share with somebody who's a special needs parent. Again, that is a massive bill, monthly diapers, year after year after year. One person said, I remember one of the videos we did on YouTube, I think, she has two kids on the spectrum and the monthly diaper bill is near her car payment. So um, that is a, that's a tough bill and it's nice that there's a, a place that might be able to help special needs families, help take that off the plate. All right, well, we appreciate you being here for the radio show. Again, online 24-7, dailyautism.com where you can connect to our Facebook page, uh, you can connect to our LinkedIn account. We have a LinkedIn newsletter, America's Autism Hotline, TikTok, Instagram, and uh, a variety of our contests that we run from My Sensory Studio, which is in Pinellas County, our sensory gym, the private one-on-one -on -one experience for our autistic kids here in the area where a family can go and um, know that you're somewhere safe, no triggers, no loud noises, no strangers, uh, just a safe place uh, to play, to have fun, to relax, and get all that sensory enjoyment. So you can get all the details on that at dailyautism.com. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you next week. And please reach out online, dailyautism.com.